0: Welcome to the True Face Podcast. We have Brian Bird with us. He's the executive, one of the executive producers of The Heart of Man and has been in Hollywood for uh, almost or, or more than 30 years, has worked and, and wrote and worked on The Case for Christ. And then also near and dear to my heart, um, one of my little one's favorites, When Calls the Heart, has written on that, has produced it. Welcome to the True Face podcast, Brian. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, David. It's great to be with you. So uh, what we've been doing, Brian, is we've been walking through the guide. And I know that you have so much familiarity with this movie and a lot of familiarity with what went into this guide. And let me tell you real quick what what I love about this guide is, you know, if you see the film and you're with your best friend, you might not need any prompts to be able to have a really deep conversation. But... um, with anyone else the the questions that might come to mind or maybe a little too embarrassing or you may not know what to ask you may not know your footing and this guide gives such incredible prompts to be brave about the conversation and when we talk about the cave today we especially need that that bravery but also those prompts to like oh what do we even say <laughs> um <laughs> so when you when you think about using the guide um what comes to mind? What do you want people to know about why that would be a really good thing to get a hold of and and to use in a group or within just one other person?
1: Yeah, absolutely. David, the look, the, the film is a film. I'll just say it. It hurts so good. This movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And we, and we absolutely want to, to break some hearts and then Mm -hmm. heal them and then heal them. And, That's what I believe this movie does, because the culture, the church, not not just the culture, but the church needs this film so desperately. Um, And the guide is is a beautiful, safe, soft landing uh, after someone watches The Heart of Man. It's, it's, it's I actually think it's a necessary next step for everyone who watches this film because there's so much to think about and to ponder. I was at a memorial service just the other day for a friend of mine, and, and his son had just seen the movie and was just almost speechless uh, mm. after what he saw. And this is a young man who's dealt with a lot of brokenness in his life. Uh, yeah. Not only, you know, sexual brokenness, but, you know, brokenness in the way of, you know, drug, drug and alcohol addiction. And he, he just wanted to sit and talk with me. And yeah. I do believe that that's what this that's what this guide can facilitate. It can facilitate a safe landing space for anyone who sees this movie, whether they whether they just get the guide and read it on their own as a personal reflection study or whether they take it into their men's group or their women's group or their couple's group and delve into these uh, deeper into the issues that and the topics that are raised in the film uh, so that they can explore their own place, uh, their own brokenness, perhaps, and how they are dealing with subjects like shame and, and brokenness. So it's, yeah. it's absolutely I, I think it's essential reading for it, for everybody. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Such good content in here. I mean, I'm thinking of uh, this this quote by Jay Stringer that's in the guide, the Uncanny Map. It says, "Unwanted sexual behavior, be that pornography, an affair, buying sex, and like, reveal far more than just your sin. It reveals the unexamined and therefore unresolved issues of your life. Sexual behavior serves as an uncanny map. It displays the locations of our past harm and the present day roadblocks we do we do not know how to navigate." We are more likely to be ashamed of our sexual struggles when we do not understand them. It is key for us to understand that our behaviors are never random or capricious. There is always a reason. If you want freedom, you must identify the unique reasons that brought you here. And Brian, I know you have a really significant take on the enemies. uh strongest weapon in what this film does so tell us about yeah, that
1: Yeah, absolutely i think the thing that for me even just personally going through the experience of helping make this film and helping shape
0: mm-hmm.
1: it uh is that um even in my own personal life you know as an adult and and as a teenager back in the day shame is a massive Nuclear weapon in our lives that that Satan yes. uses against us. He absolutely yes. does. You know, he he. We, yes. we, we if we fall to, for temptation, if we fall for temptation, temptations of the world and the flesh, and and then we feel bad about it. The accusations continue to to pepper us for years to come, and those yeah. those accusations are his best weapon. It is shame. He uses shame. To keep us in the cave, That's right? right? To keep us in chains. The the chains are uh, shame, right? That, that they're
0: yes. Of shame, yes, He's
1: hanging on us, and he keeps us locked, feeling like we're locked in this place and we can't escape. And mm. the heart of man and this guide, they absolutely pick the lock on those chains of shame. There we we crack the enigma code of the enemy's best weapon against us. And what we're saying, David, with this film is we're saying directly to the enemy, you're no longer going to use this against us. We are outing you. We're outing your best (laughs) device and your best trickery and your best deception and your best accusations that keep us in in chains. And we are outing you. You don't get to do it anymore. Because we're going to tell yeah. everybody that in the world about how you how you have us trapped, and it's not happening anymore. And I and I think that <laughs> there's no better example of that than the chapter of the movie, the scene in the movie, and the scene in the in the guide that deals with the cave.
0: That's right, and and it's an identity issue uh, here at True Face, We talk a lot about you know what kind of heart do we have, and on page ninety one of the guide, toward the end. Uh, it says, and you will hear this concept preached often. And when, and we end up believing the message, uh, that your heart is, is still wicked. Like that Jeremiah verse, it can't be trusted. It's evil, but Jesus, Jesus is the cure. And he actually gave us a new heart, a new heart, which can be trusted. And Jackie Hill Perry says to that, but when we tap into God's opinion, And it's an absolute opinion. It's an opinion that has authority and holds weight in eternity. When we tap into that, we've tapped into what makes us us. We've tapped into what makes us human. And and that's what you're saying is that shame takes away our humanity and it gives us a false identity. That's right. And and we're cracking that code, and, and we're saying, "What is our true identity?" and and how does uh, this film? What do you, you know, at the end of it, what do you want people to know about their identity, Brian?
1: Well, I, I want us to understand that the moment we find Jesus, the moment we receive that sacrificial gift on our behalf. And that forgiveness of our sins, that moment we cross the line and ask Christ to become our Savior and that we accept his gift, we are now saints. John Mm. John Lynch says that so well. We are now saints. That doesn't mean we're perfect. That doesn't mean we're not susceptible to to temptation. That doesn't mean we don't need to be sanctified and grow in our discipleship as followers of Christ. But we are saints that's how jesus and that's how god looks at us god looks at us mm. through his son god doesn't is not disgusted by us and so much of our theology you know as, even as christians and so much of the theology that the even the world the you know secular folks who don't know that have not made a connection with god they believe yes. our worst theology about the world, <laughs> yes. right? They believe our worst yes. theology, yes. and our worst theology right. is that God is disgusted by us. He can't look at us. Yes, right. Yes. it's just not true. God yes. is in the room with us when we do stupid things. Mm. He's literally standing, mm-hmm. sitting right there. He's there, giving, preparing a way home for us at all times. He 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 wants us to say the better yes to him, right? Instead of, mm-hmm. and, and say no to our temptation, but say the better yes to him and to all that he has for yeah. us. And he's standing yeah. right there with us, smiling at us, loving us. You know, he's b- b- brokenhearted for us when we do stupid things. We make poor choices in our lives. And that theology yeah. doesn't get preached very often. And what And what yeah. happens as a result of that is that we're sitting in church. You know, stewing in our own shame and uh, in a pew with, you know, tons of other Christians who are stewing in their shame.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Isolated.
1: Isolated because we think that we're all alone and this doesn't happen to anybody but us. But it happens to everybody. Every family, every family is, 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 is a victim of the enemy. And, And the shame hits every family in some way or another and and it's a giant elephant wandering the sanctuary of every church yes. in the world yes right yes and we have to we have to uh, we have to uh, uh get power over those chains in our lives by speaking it by not being afraid yeah. to share it with somebody else and when we do that we get power over it but we also learn that they're all the same we're all in the same boat with them they will, yes. they will share yes. it with you empathy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Empathy, deep empathy, not antipathy. I, it's it's this sense of we need to get past how good we were supposed to be for God to be able to realize how good God is for us and how good it is to fellowship with these saints who it was never about the behavior; it was always about the experience of being loved. Right. And and that that will give you an experience, even for a moment at first, of having the chains... You just clink to the ground with another person. And, and that's that's what we want for, for, for you. That's what we want this guide to do is we want, even if it's only for a period of time for you to get the experience with another person, not just between you and God, of the chains, even if it's the only idea of the, the shackles, the manacles falling off that ball and chain and saying, oh, you too. That's right. And yet we are not identified by the cave. We are identified by the God, the Father, who comes after us and comes for us. And by the way, never stop playing the tune. Ever stop playing the tune. It, it never changed. Right. And I, and I love I love what this does because it's so hard for me to believe, Brian. And I'm like, I need to hear the tune. Right. I need someone to remind me about the tune. Right. That, that's exactly right. Exactly right. So we are... Are so excited that you were a part of this, Brian, that you got to help guide and shape and make this as beautiful and professional and. Uh, we just want you to know that our our thanks is immense to what you brought to this project, to the professionalism, the making this into something where people are proud to show, not just to their Christian friends, but to those who maybe are seeking Jesus and don't even know it yet because they need to be told a better story Absolutely. so that they can say a better yes. Absolutely right. So.
1: Absolutely right. You know, we're all made in the image of the author of the universe. This, mm. this film is a good representation of uh, some young filmmakers shepherded by an old dude like me, who's been uh, <laughs> knocking around the business for a long time. And, and what, what we're trying to accomplish with this is to glorify God, not only with the, the messages, the powerful and profound messages in the film, but with the art of the film. We, we wanted Absolutely. to take the art to a new level. We wanted to, it to be renaissance worthy kind of art and when when uh, people who are made in the image of the author of the universe pursue excellence and chase their identity as the author's sons, how can we not do anything other than strive for excellence in order to glorify our maker and that this film not only does powerful cultural uh uh Uh, medicine for the culture, Mm -hmm. but it also provides beautiful art to uplift uh, the hearts and souls of the people who see it. And I'm I'm so proud, proud and honored to have been part of it.
0: Well, me too. Brian, thank you so much for joining us on the True Face podcast. Just a fantastic time. And if you haven't seen the movie yet, Go get it. Get the guide. Enjoy. Enjoy the art. Enjoy the well told story. Enjoy the freedom. Thank you so much. Thanks, we'll see you next Thanks, time. David.